I'm Novak Djokovic. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast with Dave Worsley and Tom Cross. It's the Kiwi Tennis Podcast with me, Tom Cross, in Auckland and Dave Worsley over in New York. Yeah, I'm here in New York and uh, it's after midnight and we're just watching uh, Roger Federer uh, really destroy Juan Monaco and uh, good stuff to see because, you know, well, starting at 10 to midnight, he's just blasting through it. Crowd stayed and they uh, warmly applauded as the two players came on. Meanwhile, Wozniacki, Caroline Wozniacki, just managed to... Um, well, come back from oblivion and uh, defeat uh, Svetlana Kuznetsova. So well done there to uh, what? Oh, that's went on for ages, didn't it, Dave? Yeah, it was about three hours long and uh, Wozniacki uh, showed fighting ability of nothing else. She still hasn't shown me that she can win a Grand Slam, especially uh, with a player such as Serena Williams uh, not too far away. In fact, about one match away, potentially. Um, in fact, it wouldn't surprise me if Wozniacki lost to Petkovic in uh, the quarterfinals in a day or so's time. Yeah, that's a possible upset there. Pekovic's been playing pretty well so far, hasn't she? Yeah, and she's been doing her dance on the uh, court as well. Yeah, I've been seeing and, uh, that. been loving that. Yeah, it's been uh, good stuff there, her doing that. On the other side of the quarterfinals uh, draw for the women is Zvonareva against Stosa. That'll be an interesting one. That could go either way. And then you've got Panetta against Angelica Kerva. Uh, Panetta should go through the semifinals. In fact, Panetta... <coughs> excuse me, could actually find herself in the final because I believe she can beat Sponareva and Stosa. Well, don't write off Kerber, though. She beat Brabonska, so she's been on good form. <laughs> yeah, she's been playing OK so far, but, I mean, really, when you look at the people that she's beaten, yeah, Brabonska, who's been OK-ish, then she beat uh, Kudasava, then she beat Nikolescu. Doesn't really inspire much, does it? I know, but I guess she's the lowest seed that's done, sorry, the lowest-ranked player that's done this well so far. Yeah, but she also doesn't have that much experience in uh, Grand Slams, whereas Panetta has made the uh, quarterfinals here at the US Open three times out of the last four years. But you do take a shine to the uh, the, the feisty Italian, don't you, Dave? Yeah, yeah. She uh, reminds me of her ex, but anyway, we'll just leave that alone. <laughs> and uh, did you catch the uh, the awesome tiebreak between Kirilenko and uh, Sam Stosi yesterday? That went on for ages. Well, yeah, it's kind of, it was a bizarre day, actually, because there were three things that weren't really tennis-orientated. Well, I guess you got that tie-break, but that featured two Hawkeye uh, reversals on match point. Then you had uh, Panetta vomiting on court, but still winning against Bong Shui. And then you had Rafael Nadal uh, sliding down his chair onto the floor with severe cramp. In the just, press conference, uh, wasn't it? Around. In the press conference, Dave. Yeah, that's right, in front of, uh, in front of everybody. And uh, he just sort of leaned back as though he was about to sleep put his hand on his head and looked to be in pain and then started sliding further and further down the uh, chair and then on, eventually onto the floor. That's not like him, manager, is it? Uh, Benny uh, Benito was uh, taking photos of like, this is just weird. That's, <laughs> that's a strange thing. You don't get that every day in a press conference. No, extremely fit guy, but uh, it was very humid yesterday. In fact, very humid now. Uh, outside on the court is um, probably about uh, 25 maybe more degrees and humidity of um, probably about 80 to 90 percent. The kind of conditions that Federer is comfortable playing in, isn't he? Well, he's pretty comfortable right now. Um, What's the latest he's, score? He's going to have a tough one. Uh, he's just absolutely nailed in a complete and utter point of bashing it and then just coming into net and putting away a smash. <laughs> You've got to remember that Federer will take on Songer because Songer defeated uh, Marty Fish in five and of course uh, Songa the last two times he's played against Federer he's beaten him but as Songa said well you know uh, two times against Federer it's good the third time is always going to be different 
That's true. And I think Federer beat him eight times in a row before they played, um, before Songa's got the last few victories. So, you know, it can easily change. Now, Roddick and uh, Donald Young are the only Americans left, isn't it? Uh, no, John, there's no there as well. Oh, sorry, He's excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Simon. Uh, that's winnable either way. If it's windy, give it to Simon. Uh, if it's not, give it to Isner. And they will play uh, the winner of Murray and Young. And Murray should clean up there. You've got Ferrer against Roddick. That should be Ferrer. And you've got uh, Nadal against Gilles Muller. So Nadal against uh, Ferrer is what we've just predicted. And Murray against uh, Isner slash Simon in the quarterfinals there. And uh, the other quarterfinal, of course, is Djokovic against Ipsanovic. Ipsanovic uh, beating Ferrero. That was a good match to watch. And uh, Djokovic played on the second court, Louis Armstrong, and had a tough one against uh, uh, Dolgopolov. The tie-break there was about... Uh, whatever it was. 16-14. It went on for ages, too. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, each player had a set or the uh, had the advantage of winning, uh, but just couldn't quite do it. So, uh, yeah, that was one of those bizarre sort of uh, real... I guess, action-packed matches. There's been a few good ones, actually, um, of late. Not necessarily big epic five-setters, but where people have been challenged. And uh, that was a big challenge there, of course, especially in the first set. And they've got a lot of great hands, but uh, not, um, you know, still not able to take a set off uh, Djokovic, who has got through to the quarterfinals, not having dropped a set. He's looked pretty comfortable. I think once he got that tiebreaker, he was uh, that was it, match over for me. So he was uh, yeah. he's looking good, and he should easily beat Tipsarovic. I think mentally, Tipsarovic won't beat Djokovic. So no, it's, it's looking like the top four, be. isn't it? Top four in the semi-finals. Yeah, yeah. In in theory, it uh, should certainly go that way. I can't see, you know, the, your biggest upset guy there would probably be Songa. Yeah. Um, you know, if anybody out of all those players. But it's but no one cares as the top four because we all like the top four. They're all different styles. Uh, they've all got something. Uh, Djokovic going for his first. Federer coming for, back for his uh, for his uh, sixth. And you've got Nadal aiming to defend his title. And you've got Murray aiming for his uh, first Grand Slam. All so, something there. Yeah, four different stories. So aside from the tennis, anything else uh, happened in New York that's been re- pretty good for you? You told me the hurricane was uh, not much of a hurricane, just like a windy day a British, in Wellington. It was a British summer weekend. Uh, <laughs> certainly for um, Manhattan. However, other parts of the uh, area um, up the coast and down the coast, um, you know, there was a lot of rain and that caused flooding, and that was a big problem. Uh, the infrastructure is not great, that's because most money gets spent on wars. Oops, wasn't meant to say that, sound like a Democrat, um, which I am. Uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, uh, New York has uh, been good. It's, uh, you know, traditional New York, pretty hot and sticky, and uh, uh, unfortunately, haven't managed to uh, do too much experimenting out at night, although there was one bar where they really do pour strong drinks. It's not my fault. Uh, and a couple of the British journos got fined in this bar called Snafu. Uh, instant $25 uh, for standing outside the bar by about one foot outside of uh, the bar too much with a drink of their hand. Ouch. They have to go to the courthouse and actually pay it. It was just hilarious. Americans and their laws, that's strict. Yeah, I mean, considering there's always a lot of people outside the particular bar, but they were about too far and instant fine. Instead of saying, like most, most police would say, hey, guys, move on and you're a bit too far out. No, they said instant fine, there you go, $25. Go down to the courthouse and pay it off. Well, look, the Americans need money, so they get it any way possible. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but um, you know, it's one of those good bars. People dancing on the bar, um, and uh, certainly a little bit uh, different. So, uh, yeah, New York has been New York. Uh, typical smelly at times, uh, but lots of fun as well. So uh, it's it's New York, and there's still a very big crowd here at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Seats about twenty-three thousand people, and probably about uh, eighteen thousand of them still here after midnight to watch Fed 
against Monaco. It's pretty impressive. He's got that big pull power still at the age of 30. So good to chat to you, Dave. Thanks for catching up with us. Uh, and uh, we'll speak to you in the studio, hopefully, when you're back from New York in a, in a week or so's time. Certainly, Tom. Sounds good. Enjoy watching the tennis. Uh, there's still some great tennis to come. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. With Dave Worsley and Tom Cross. 